Does that make sense? This is a long time ago. Sold his company for a tremendous amount of money. And he went out and bought a big yacht. And he had a very interesting life. I won't go any more than that because you're Boy Scouts, so I'm not going to tell you what he did. Should I tell you? Should I tell you? Oh, you're Boy Scouts, but you know life. You know life. Yes, that is President Trump telling a group of Boy Scouts about an orgy on a yacht. <laughs> One of the most endearing moments of the Trump presidency. Hello, one. Hello, all. And welcome to the Politics Mostly podcast. I am your host, Peter Ramirez. And folks, I am experiencing a never-before-felt emotion. Maybe it's not even technically an emotion at all. I am pre-mad. Yes, I am pre-mad, pre-angry, pre-upset. Because something is going to happen that is so easy to predict, and it will bother me. Okay, let's start with the fact. On January 20th, 2021, President-elect Biden will become President Biden as he is sworn into office, right? Sorry to my conservative friends, the courts will not overturn the election results. (laughs) Although I did see Rudy Giuliani is now leading Trump's legal efforts, which... I can only imagine is like giving your dog your grocery list and thinking it'll actually come back with a bag full of groceries. (laughs) Giuliani uh, also married his cousin, by the way. I would Google that. Back to Biden. There will be an inauguration. People will attend it. How many people is the question, right? The virus is surging. Biden didn't really hold campaign rallies or big events before the election. I doubt Biden and his people will be encouraging a mass gathering in D.C. for this event. Therefore, I totally expect the crowd size to be small. The virus is contagious, people. (laughs) Biden is like almost 80, and he's already spent eight years in the White House. You're probably not going to miss much anyway. Trump won't be there. I'd bet money on that. Uh, Him being there is admitting that he lost, which he can never do, or legitimizing a stolen election, which is maybe how he views it, but probably the first one, facing failure. He won't be there. But I am pre-mad. I'm pre-mad because I know Trump will tweet or retweet an image of the crowd size versus the crowd size, uh, a crowd size at his inauguration versus the crowd size at Biden's inauguration. Trump has an audience fetish, and it's well-documented. Remember the very first press conference with Sean Spicer? This was the largest audience to ever witness an inauguration, period, both in person and around the globe. Now, this will surprise my audience, but that isn't true. (laughs) The rosiest estimates for Trump, based based on crowd scientist estimates, and yes, that is an actual job, is 300 to 600,000 people, smaller than Bill Clinton's and about one-third the size of Obama's. Reuters actually had a viral photo showing a side-by-side comparison of Trump and Obama's crowd, and yeah, Obama's was a lot bigger. (laughs) But that's not all. The Guardian filed a Freedom of Information Act in 2017, 
and discovered that Trump personally intervened to get a government photographer to Photoshop his picture to make the crowd size appear bigger. So here's, here's a quick recap of what happened. Trump had a small crowd. He told his press secretary to lie and exaggerate, even though there are pictures at the event. And then he ordered a government worker to Photoshop the evidence. All, by the way, for something that literally doesn't even matter. Really, like, who the fuck cares about crowd size? So Biden will have a smaller inaugural crowd than Trump. Trump will tweet or retweet about it, and I'll get angry. <laughs> because it's so childish. It's so irrelevant. It's so predictable. But you know what, Donnie? Guess who had the bigger crowd on election day? <laughs> Okay, so I told a conservative cousin of mine a month ago that Trump has a better chance of being in jail a year from now than back in the Oval Office a year from now. Uh, so far, that's looking pretty good for me because <laughs> he won't be in the Oval Office. I'm halfway there. But a former president in a jail cell, I always thought that was kind of a stretch, to be honest. I mean, Nixon and Clinton did some fucked up shit, and they never saw the inside of a cell. But then I did some digging. I did some research. My listeners understand the work I put in. <laughs> and uh, now I'm not so sure. I think Trump may actually go to jail, or at least be charged with crimes. Here is Trump by the numbers, okay? One impeachment, 26 accusations of sexual assault, 4,000 lawsuits, two popular vote defeats, had to put that in there, two divorces, $900 million dollars, in debt coming due within the next four years, and by one estimate, a dozen investigations or civil suits are currently underway. Here is a brief rundown of Trump's issues from most pressing to least pressing. <laughs> New York State is investigating Trump for insurance fraud, criminal tax evasion, grand larceny, and a scheme to defraud for charges. We are currently awaiting the results of the campaign finance violation investigation. That was where Trump gave Stormy Daniels illegal hush payment uh, payments. We, the investigation is over, but we don't know the result right now because Trump is immune from charges while he's in office. But even on that count, there may be an indictment waiting for him on January 21st. Then there's potential bribery charges for the Ukraine affair. Um, of the almost $1 billion in debt coming to, $421 million are personally guaranteed. So he can't default on those. He would have to liquidate assets to, to hit that number. And there's also a $72.9 million tax refund that the IRS will most likely rule against him in. He took this tax credit that he didn't, wasn't legally allowed to, and it's been under audit for a few years. Um, when the IRS rules against him in that case, he will owe over $100 million because there will be penalties um, and interest associated with that. So there's a lot here. And yes, he can issue a self-pardon for the bribery charges, but the other financial crimes, um, those are state offenses, not federal ones. He's at the mercy of New York Attorney General James and the SDNY AG Vance. Even Trump's own niece thinks he's going to go to jail. She told the New Yorker, quote, this is Mary Trump, quote, he, told, he knows that if he doesn't manage to stay in office, he's in serious trouble. 
I believe he'll be prosecuted because it seems almost undeniable how extensive and long his criminality is. If it doesn't happen at the federal level, it has to happen at the state level, end quote. That's what his own niece says. <laughs> He's going to get prosecuted. His own family thinks he will. But what about Trump? Trump himself, what does he think? Here's, from the, here's a quote from the New York Times. Quote, Seldom far from Mr. Trump's thoughts, however, is the possibility of defeat. This was written before the election. And the potential consequences of being ejected from the White House. In unguarded moments, Mr. Trump has, for weeks, told advisors that he expects to face intensifying scrutiny from prosecutors if he loses. He did lose. He is concerned not only about existing investigations in New York, but the potential for new federal probes as well, according to people who have spoken with him. End quote. I've looked at all available evidence. I've read like a dozen legal blogs and news sites. No, that does not make me a lawyer. Um, but I think it's possible Trump goes to jail. And maybe not for bribery or his debt, but for the financial crimes as state offenses. It's not probable, not above 50% likely, but it's definitely above 0% likely. And you know there's a 100% chance Trump is shitting his diaper. But hey, at least the jumpsuit will match the skin color. <laughs> Until next time, friends. Mm -hmm.